Welcome. You're about to hear an inspirational message by David Entry. May your faith increase and your heart be stirred towards God as you listen to this life-transforming message. Press subscribe so you're the first to know when the messages are released. Blessed are your ears for the things they hear. First Timothy chapter 4, verse um, 12. It says, let no one despise your youth, but be an example of the believers. Do you know there's a difference between churchgoers and believers? How many of you know some churchgoers? Yeah. But there's nothing attractive about their worship life. The fact that someone is a churchgoer doesn't mean he's a believer. And the world thinks every churchgoer is a believer. Not every churchgoer is a believer. Some people go to church, but they are not believers. Oh, but, but, but what do you mean by that? Because they believe in God. That's not what I'm talking about. Anybody I talk can believe in God. In fact, the Bible says that even the demons believe and they tremble. They are trembling to their believing. James chapter 2, I think verse 17, somewhere there, 19. Yeah. Thou believest, uh, thou believest that there is one God. You do well, it's good. But the, the other side is the devils also believe. And tremble. So believing that there is God does not mean much. Your belief is not validated. It's not qualitative. Until it is authenticated by behavior. By behavior. It's your behavior that authenticates your believing. As when I was teaching this morning, I said something that there's nowhere in the Bible where you see people being told to do the gospel. We are not called to do first. We are called to believe first. And when we believe, we become. And when we become, we will end up doing. I know some of you, I'm about to say something. I know some of you will be very shocked and surprised about what I'm about to say. Should I say it? I know some of you will be surprised to know that I don't have my menses. I don't have menses. (laughs) I know some of you think I, I, I do have menses. No, I don't have it. Are you surprised? <laughs> I don't have menses. Why? Because I am not a woman. I'm not a woman. And some of you think I want to pay money to have beard. I didn't pay for it. It came because of who I am. There are some things that happen because of who you are. Bible says that he came to his own. John chapter 1 verse 11. But his own received him not. But as many as received him, and even as many as believed in his name, he gave them, but as many as received him, to them gave he power. Power for what? Power what? Power for what? So you might not be what you are not, but you can become what you are not. 
And when you become what you be, what you have become is what to indicate and influence how you behave. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. Your voice is deeper than mine. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing well, Pastor. Did he bite? No. Where did he get it from? It's male hormones. It's called testosterone. <laughs> testo, testo, testosterone. Huh? Testosterone. Test, testosterone. Yeah, it's called testosterone. <laughs> because she doesn't have testosterone, that's why she's talking like testosterone. <laughs> Where do you get it from? Is it sold on the market? No. We used to, we used to have goats and sheep. Goat and sheep. I have been a shepherd before. Many years ago. Yeah. So God started training me how to be a shepherd. Before he brought me to shepherd his people on his behalf. But when I was a shepherd, <laughs> it's not a... It's not a for commercial reasons. I was a boy, but a, a boy shepherd. We have goats and sheep. Goats are very stubborn. Sheep are very calm. That's why we are the sheep of God. It's not an insult. It's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> but even though some of us are supposed to be sheep, in the spirit, you are even wilder than a goat. And he goats, who knows the name of a he goat? Billy. Yeah, so when someone is called Billy, it's a goat's name. <laughs> A Billy Goat. <laughs> Billy Goat. And Nanny Goat. Did you say Nanny Goat? <laughs> the Billy Goat, when he's on heat and they see the normal female goat, they do something very. Sheep don't do that, but goats do it. When the Billy Goat, the, the she goat wheeze, as soon as she moves, then the billy, the billy goat will go and sh- yeah. So they, and they go like this. Billy goats go like this, and they are sniffing to see is she ripe for mating. To know the billy goat is on heat, but he wants someone he can mate with. So when you wee, it comes and he say, ah, she's ripe. They, they are very intelligent. They are able to from your wee. Without any scientific apparatus, they are able to know she's pregnant or she's not pregnant. She's ready. She's just, she's in the ovulation period. Hey! <laughs> yeah. So, why am I telling you all this he goat, she goat thing? Because the he goat does that by nature. The, you don't see female goats doing that, but the male goats. And they have a very funny body odor. So when a he goat comes here and goes, you know, mm, one has been here. One has been here. Yes. It's very interesting, the creation of God. Yeah, very interesting. He goat does that because it comes naturally. Because of who he is. What you are will influence what you do. But you can, you can attain a change in nature from God 
without first believing. So your believing is what makes you become. And what you have become is what makes you begin to do. So some of us, the things we do, we are not faking it. We are genuine. Do you remember some of you, someone was putting pressure on you, oh, come on, let's go and drink, let's go and have fun, fornicate, and you say, no, no, I can't do that. And they, they, they're surprised. And they think you are faking it. But you mean it, you can't do it. You don't feel comfortable about sin. It's a sign that something has changed in you. The nature of God has entered you. The holiness of God, the character of God, the manifestation of God has entered you. So in the scriptures, we are not told to do the gospel. We are told to believe the gospel. Because when you be, ah, Romans chapter 1 verse 16, when you believe the gospel, the gospel is the power. Listen, is the gospel powerful? Yes. Everywhere? Yes. To everybody, no. No. If you pour water on sulfur, what do you get? Chemistry students. You get what is called sulfuric acid. When your mother said, go and study, didn't study, you see now. <laughs> so when you add water, H2O, to sulfur, S, what you get is very dangerous and corrosive. Yeah. Yeah. It, to, it to kill. Wow. It looks like water, but it's not water. It's very corrosive. It's, an, it's acid. Yeah. But if you pour water on salt, what do you get? Salt water. You do not get anything corrosive. It's not acidic. And so, some combinations generate some results. When you bring water into contact with uh, uh, salt, you only get salt water. You can actually put it in your food. But you, when you bring water into contact with um, sulfur, you get sulfuric acid. But it's the same water. It depends on where it is going. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Everyone? No. Yeah, a type of everyone. To everyone who believes. If you don't believe, it is not power unto salvation. So it's the same water. But depending on the state of the one who is receiving it, if your, your heart is a heart of faith, your heart is a heart of belief, the word of God that you are hearing is transformed, is converted, oh, is converted into the power of God. Some power. So the same some, the same word is preached according to Hebrews chapter 4. But the word they had did not profit them. For unto us was the gospel preached. 
as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Ah. So it looks like they were sold. So we didn't see power. Powerful reactions. The word came. But I pray that you will not receive the word with a word like salt. Amen. Some receive the word, word like sand. If it's even worse. The, ah, so what changes the impact of the word? The recipient. What kind of recipient makes the difference? The recipient who has belief, faith. Because it is the power of God unto salvation forever. As soon as you believe, it doesn't matter your history. It doesn't matter your grace, your race. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your class. So as soon as you become the, 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 the gospel becomes the power of God unto salvation. And in other words, if God wants to save you, he will send his power. But his power does not come like power. It comes in the form of preaching. You don't listen to the preaching and go back to that boy. You don't listen to it. And later I said, go deliver me. No, he wanted to deliver you through a word that was preached. You don't listen to the preaching and go back to drugs. You don't listen to the preaching and go back to those friends. Later on you'll be saying, I want God to do something. He can't do anything. He can't do anything. God, you have rendered God disabled. Many people are making God suffer disabilities in their lives. The ability of God is activated through belief. To some people, God is disabled. He has a disabled badge. It's a disabled badge order. You are wondering, why, why am I not seeing anything? Because you have not been believing and listening to the preaching. People want God to do it in spite of his system. That is, that is ma ma magician or chanting. Chanting. In to, be, to be honest, in Ephesians chapter 1, he says that, verse 18, that you may know the hope of his calling and that you may know the power, verse 19, that you may understand that, verse 19, what is the exceeding greatness here? How many of you know when the police says that you have exceeded speed limit? What it means? Yeah. The alcohol, some of you have been alcohol, alcohol level in your blood. It's very high. It has exceeded the legal limit. <laughs> A legal limit. So, he says that when you exceed speed limit, exceed, to exceed something. Exceed, may you exceed the expectations of people. It's nice to exceed expectations. You have to break records. Amen. You have to set records. Amen. So, he said that you will know the exceeding greatness of his power. The greatness of his power exceeds whatever you are thinking about. And he said, I'm praying for you that you will know the exceeding greatness of his power. Not everywhere. His power to ask what? You know the ask. Have you seen that word before? It doesn't appear in normal English. 
As what? Do you know what it means? Towards us. So, New King James. Put the New King James and see. The New King James. What is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us? Who are the us? He said, so you don't get it wrong. Let me clarify who the us is talking about. Those of us. Oh, so it means that when you believe, there is a certain surge. Power. Oh. When you believe, there is power surge. There is power flow from God. And that kind of power is exceeding in its greatness. And it comes towards you who believe. And he said, just for you to understand what kind of power I'm talking about, it is the kind of power he exercised when he raised, it's there. It's there. He says that which he worked, the kind of power he worked in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above principalities. That's the power that is working. And he says, when you believe, that same kind of power. Oh. When you believe that same kind of power, that same kind of power, who told you you can't do well in life? Who told you you will fail in life? Who told you? Who told you you won't do well in life? Who told you you will be sick? Who told you you cannot be healed? Who told you? There is a certain greatness of power coming towards you. Pastor, how do I get this power? It's so simple. Believe. Believe what? Believe the message that is preached. That's why Satan will do everything possible to make you not believe what preachers are saying. Some of you have all kinds of negative stories about preachers. I really feel sorry for you. And now, as I'm even preaching, it's fighting with your mind. It's fighting. No, no, you can't believe him. You can't believe. But you want me to believe you? You don't have to look successful because God is making you. Let them keep watching you. Let them keep keeping an eye on that space because you are becoming, you are becoming, you are becoming, you are becoming. Now, what we are doing in church, what we are doing in church is, is introducing you to your next face. Yeah. So Satan has to find a way of discrediting preachers. So when they are preaching, you don't even receive it, let alone to believe it. Meanwhile, God can only help you. His power is available through believing. So why do you listen to a preacher you can't believe? You are wasting your energy. You are wasting your time. You are wasting your time, your life. Listen to someone you can believe. So the, the power of God that will save you from coma, save you from failure, save you from crisis, save you, save you from where you are going, the, the negative trend in your family, the power of God that can save you can only be available through preaching. So don't be wasting your time listening to Preach, preaching from a preacher you can't trust. Stop. Listen, if you don't trust us, don't come. Don't come. I mean, for your own health. <laughs> In your own interest. Don't come. Don't come. Don't come and pretend, that, oh yeah, yeah, but you don't believe it. You, you, you are at a risk. Because the power is being dis discharged but when you get to your own, it's salt, uh, uh, sodium chloride. Yeah. Salt water. Nothing. But some people, spiritual acid. When the word comes, the word of God is water. When it comes, spiritual, Satan fears them. 
those demons that have been fighting people from your father's background and your mother's background, they can't come near you. It takes the power of the gospel. Power of the gospel. Power of the gospel. Somebody shout, power. Shout, power. Sit down. You tried to, you were so good. In fact, every football team wanted you. They signed you up. Suddenly, there's a problem with your hip. Suddenly, you didn't know. Doctors said they don't understand this. Because normally, this kind of hip problem is for people who are about 72. Where did this come from? And then, you remember your dad. When he was young, they were about to promote him to go and work in Downing Street or with the president. And for some reason... He fell sick for two weeks. When he came back, they said sorry. And he couldn't even recover. So now he couldn't work well. When your turn came, the same thing is repeating. Are you, are you, can't you be smart and realize that something is after your life? Something's after, when guys are chasing girls, you know that your own, there are demons after you. You can't chase girls like the way they are chasing. You have to chase Jesus. You have to chase the word. You have to chase the word. Run for security. Run for safety. Run to protect yourself. Your house is on fire. The devil is after your future. The devil is after your destiny. Run for your dear life. Sister, run. Brother, run. 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 Don't stay there for the lion to catch up with you. I heard a story. Let me tell you this story and I end. Sit down. I heard a story of two friends. They went to the jungle safari to go and watch safari. <laughs> taking pictures. They saw a lion taking pictures. But lion was lying down quiet. They got so thrilled. They took pictures and got so close to the lion. The lion looked at them. And the lion started getting ready to charge on them. And one of them started taking off his shoes. And the other guy said, why are you taking off your shoes? The lion runs faster than us. So taking off your shoe will not make you a difference. No, he said, no, no, I'm not trying to outrun the lion. I'm trying to outrun you. Because... <laughs> He's going to get one of us. <laughs> I want to outrun. Listen, you have to outrun some of your friends. You have to outrun some people. Because the devil is out there to destroy. But you can never be a victim because you are a believer of the world. Shout, I believe. So the Bible says... Don't let anyone despise your youth. But be an example of what? The believers. Put it on the screen, please. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. Be an example of what? Believers. Ah. So when people believe, there are mannerisms. Believing is not just shouting, I believe! Yeah! Yeah! Hey, please, 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 don't be deceived. That is not believing. Show us that you are an example of a believer. How? In your word. When you open your mouth, how much of the word of God is inside you? When someone is going through anything and someone is even offended in the church or offended in something, uh, and then they speak to you, you open your mouth, you are an example of a believer. How a believer should talk to other people. Be an example of a believer in word, in conversation, the way you carry yourself, your conduct, your lifestyle. Your lifestyle. 
your lifestyle. How can a believer behave like a devil? You are the greatest gossip that the church has ever seen. Gossiping about people and a hypocrite. Your face, you make your face like an angel, but you are a devil in disguise. (laughs) Be an example. It's not everything you should talk about. Why are you talking about your hair? Is that your hair? Is that your and why are you telling her about this lady's hair? You know, hair about hair. Hair, hair. Why are you telling her about her hair? <laughs> no, don't. What is gossip? Gossip is talking about a problem that you are not part of the solution. You are not part of the problem. But you are talking to somebody about it. That's gossip. Why are you telling others about what she said? What he said? In what way is it helping the one who is listening? Did you know what she said about you? She said you like that other lady because you've been going out with her eating in the restaurant. What you are, you know she's my friend. What you are telling me about her is going to ruin our relationship. Why are you saying it? You should be an example of believer in your, your conduct. How can people have gathered and are at a party and you are sitting in the middle of them and they are blasting churches and pastors and you are there and also laughing. Be an example of the believers. You are a believer. Your shouting is, it doesn't prove anything. Shouting is not what makes you a believer. When you are a believer, we will see, like the he-goat. What the he-goat is, we can tell. <laughs> And the he goat can discern and tell by somebody's ordinary urine, can tell this this lady goat is pregnant, or this lady goat has tested positive. Hey, hey can you can you imagine? It's a serious thing. A he goat. How, who taught him that? He didn't have to be taught, because he has the nature. When you are a believer, you have the nature of a believer. And now you we we have you don't have to tell us. We have to listen to you. We have to watch you. When we watch. We listen to the words that come out of your mouth. When we watch your conduct, your conversation, it will tell us you are actually a believer. Let's finish it. Let's finish it. Let's finish the text. Uh, Do I have believers here? From today, behave like one. Talk like one. Love like one. Sister is sitting near you in church. Brother is sitting near you in church. Now after you are exchanging their number. For, for, for nonsense reasons. You want their number. Is that how believers behave? First, new converts have come. Newcomers have come. Talk to them and encourage them to be in church. Then you start messaging them late at night. Yeah, you are doing follow up on t- at 2 a.m. are you doing follow-up on video video call video call video call why why you are doing follow-up and you are telling somebody you know one of the places i like going a lot is the beach sister do you like going to the beach (laughs) 
ce n'est pas bon, ce n'est pas bon, ce n'est pas bon. Be an example of a believer in love. When you say you love somebody, they don't have to go and think about it twice. Do, do you understand that? When, when, when I say, oh, my darling, how are you doing? People shouldn't think, because when I, my, my words, she, my, my love is pure. Example of a believer. The power of God only works towards believers. So if you're a believer, then you have to be an example, even as though you are young, though you are young, you have to be a, an example of believers in word, in, um, in conversation, that's conduct. Give me New King James, please, the New King James. In word, in, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Let me say it again. Those people who are on internet telling you that you can masturbate, you can fornicate, and it doesn't matter, it doesn't affect your spirit, they are preaching a different gospel. They are agents of the devil. And they are using some ideologies that sound very theological. So they'll try to convince. How can someone convince you to practice sin? In the name of godliness, come on. That's, 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 that's like an, an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah. Sin drove Adam and Eve from the garden. What makes you think sin will bring you in? Jesus died for our sins. And he said, I will judge everyone according to his works. We are not saved by works. But we are judged by works. Don't follow them. If you are struggling with your lust, let's find a way of sorting that out. But the truth is, we all have a, a, a past. We are coming from somewhere. That doesn't make you the worst of a person. Just that, it just means that you are not living the way the power of God can work. And you are denying yourself the blessings God actually can bring in your life. See, so that's, that's the other side of it. It's like when everyone is studying for exam, preparing for exam, and they say, okay, today no lectures. Everybody go to the library and study. And you go to the library and play video game. They might not see it, but guess what? It will have an impact on the results. So no one, please, don't be the Christian who is only watching what others are doing. Why is he working with that girl? Why is she working with that boy? Why is he doing it? Why? Do you have time? You have time. This one, I think he's fornicating. Is it you see your body to fornicate? Why have you made what is happening in others' life your focus? You are also not a serious Christian. You must even be a, an example of believer in love. When you know someone is having struggles, but you can tell this is a genuine struggle, and you love them, and you don't even talk about it. You saw it, but you just ignore it and see how you can help them. That's a sample of a believer. You don't talk to people about it. You don't tell others. Do you know what I saw her doing? Do you know what I saw him doing? I saw them in the car. They have parked the car. I saw his car. He didn't know I was there. They've parked on the park in the night. That's corner of the red. There's no street light. And there was steam in the car. And the car was just going like this. Going like this. <laughs> so why are you telling them? Why? Why are you telling them? 
Yeah, she's a choir member. She's an usher. But as you tell them, the next time she's singing, they don't hear the singing. They are, they are imagining what has been happening in the car. You are not an example of a believer. You're actually destroying people's faith by your loose tongue. Let's be an example of the believers. But you know what? It's a new day for you. Jesus said, lady, where are those your accusers? John chapter 8, where are all your accusers? He said, they are not here, they're gone. I said, did no one accuse you? No one said, no one. Jesus said, okay, therefore, I, me too, I don't condemn you. No one was able to condemn you. Then I won't, I won't condemn you. Because the thing you did, which they saw and brought you here for condemnation, is a human thing. It's a human thing. No human being could condemn you because they also have their own issues. So Jesus said, I don't condemn you. There's no, now no more condemnation. Some of you, stop condemning yourself. And just start believing. Start, when you start believing, it will start showing in your behavior. Stop condemning yourself. Enough is enough. Why are you crying over spilt milk? Your crying and your regret will not bring the abortion back. Like we, we undo the abortion. It's happened already. Learn from your mistakes and keep running. Keep running. Keep running. Even if, God forbid, it's STD you have got. God forbid. You can't change things, but believe God. The power of God can heal you. And set you free. Stop this guilt trip. Everybody has something to be worried about. Nobody is innocent. We all arrived guilty. Just that some of us, our exposure has made you do worse things. So, don't allow your past to condemn your future. Once you come into Christ, everything changes. Now, live based on your new status in Christ, not your old status. Some of you, this lockdown, you have messed up big time. You have messed up big time. But guess what? I'm happy you are still here. I'm happy you are still here. Because your future is better. God bless you for listening to this message. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and visit www.caris.org for videos and upcoming events. Remember, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer.